Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And on today's Word for the Day, we continue our series on baptism. And we're in the part of our series where we're looking at the notion of baptismal grace and baptismal regeneration. And we're looking at key verses. So now I want to look at Acts chapter 2 and I'll look at that story of the day of Pentecost when... um, the, the disciples receive the Holy Spirit. They're praying in tongues. People witness this. Peter preaches. And at the end of their preaching, it says that, verse 37 of Acts 2, when they heard Peter's preaching, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So he wants them to turn to Jesus and receive baptism. And the baptism is for the forgiveness of your sins. And when you're baptized, you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, I've been in context where folks, you know, they believe baptism is only a symbol. And so often, you know, they'll say, well, you could interpret that differently. And of course, there's a way to kind of kind of get a, get around um, what it says in the text, but the 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 kind of uh, prima facie, um, the just the obvious meaning of this without reflecting is when you get baptized, you receive forgiveness, and when you get baptized, you receive the Holy Spirit. It's kind of what it says in black and white. And um, Peter, the one appointed by Jesus to be the leader of the apostles, he has no problem with this. He just comes right out and says it. Come to the water of baptism and receive forgiveness and you receive the Holy Spirit. By the way, the next verse is the one I looked at when we were talking about infant baptism. And it says, for the promise of salvation. This is the promise that started with Abraham that comes all the way through Christ that is uh, prophesied in Joel that happens at Pentecost, that God's salvation comes on his people and is for all nations. That promise is for you and for your children. But this is another verse that at at face value just, just says to us, when you receive baptism, you receive forgiveness, and you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So another verse that, again, all through the history of the church is understood um, as talking about how baptism is more than just a symbol. As we said when we read the article, it's more than just a sign of our profession of faith. It's, it's a means whereby when it's received rightly or done rightly, done properly, God shows up. So let me say one thing quick about that. I'm going to come back and talk about this point probably in more depth. But um, what might be happening in your thinking excuse me, if this is new ground for you, is like, man, that sounds like magic. And I want to encourage you not to go down that path. Don't think in terms of magic. Think in terms of a sign, because water is a sign or a symbol, but a sign that doesn't just point to another reality, but shares in that reality. Um, I will talk about this again, because I think it's such a great illustration. If you've, you've been around St. Patrick's, you've heard me use it many times. And I learned it from someone else. But 
Um, currency actually is an illustration. It's not. It's it's not a perfect illustration because it's not as powerful as a sacrament. But currency, coins, paper money, they're sacramental because money is just paper and ink at one level. And it points to value. But actually, it doesn't just point to value. It doesn't just point to wealth. It actually delivers wealth. So, you know, I've often said if there was such a thing as like a $10,000 bill, maybe there was one once, but there isn't, practically speaking. And I held it in front of you and said, hey, is this just paper and ink? And you go, yeah, of course it's just paper and ink. But then if I pulled a cigarette lighter out and I started to light that thing, you would freak out and say, stop, you're destroying $10,000. Well, am I destroying a piece of paper and ink or am I destroying $10,000, which is a representative of actual wealth? And the answer is yes. That's not magic. That's when an entity that has authority um, puts their authority and power behind a sign the sign becomes a means of delivering what it points to. A sacrament's more than that. It's it's greater than that because, because the person who puts their authority behind the sign is actually present with the sign. So in the sacraments, specifically baptism, we have the sign of water, but it delivers salvation. And it delivers it not just because God's some sort of mag- somehow magically attached it to the water, but because the Holy Spirit is present in the act of baptism and he does his work in it. I did kind of go in depth on that. I probably will come back to it later because I find, I find it a very helpful illustration. There are other um, apt illustrations as well, but that's, that's a pretty good one. So... Um, so, but back to our points. We looked at John 3. We said we're need, we have, need to have a new birth. It's of water and spirit. And we said at the day of Pentecost, baptism delivers forgiveness and brings the Holy Spirit into your life. And the Holy Spirit coming into your life is another word of saying receiving salvation. Okay, that's it for today. More to come. God bless and have a great day.